Hey everyone, this is Leslie here. Thank you so much for uh, supporting us thus far. We've gotten a lot of good feedback on the show and we all really appreciate it. And so coming up next is a special preview episode of a Patreon-only episode. If you want to hear the full episode, and you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash struggle session. Of course, anybody who can't afford to subscribe to the Patreon and you still want to hear the bonus episodes, just hit us up at uh, the struggle session at gmail.com and we'll hook you up. We don't want anyone to miss these hot takes because capitalism is grinding them down. And again, thank you so much. Hope you enjoy. Let's um. Let's see. Is there anything else we want to talk about in terms of like the the fucked up ugliness God, I, of the last I, I week? Yeah, uh, I beat the K ran is one thing. Mm. <laughs> the first uh, monster in The Witcher two. I finally oh, beat. Oh, took him <laughs> down. Yeah. I beat the K ran last night. I think. Are Witcher you dealing 2, with the combat system? I like it actually. I'm not playing on. I'm playing on easy because. I just I I'm I'm older now and I don't have to, I don't have it in me to play these games uh, uh on much harder than that but I I like it actually I'm having fun with it and uh, I feel like I played Witcher two up to this point before and it didn't really like take hold of me and this time I really do feel it taking hold of me like I'm I'm getting interested in the uh, uh the cutscenes and stuff and I'm getting past some of the sort of awkward face animations and shit uh. uh to you know, actually care about uh, um, finding your Veth and finding out uh, uh, you know who the oh, assassin of kings is. Did you you pick? Have you had the choice between picking uh, like the path between Roach or Yorveth and who to follow? Like, I, guess that, that, okay. I, I guess that's coming up, and that's fine. Uh, uh, even though that is technically a spoiler, but I'll be that's going not with a your spoiler. Beth. I'll be going with your yeah. Veth. Uh, he's, your, he's your guy. Are you Lord sure? Roach is a bitch. He, he's, he's a terrorist, though. I mean, you're going to start with the no. no, I think the he's Skoyat. actually... The Skoyatel, I think, are indigenous people. Uh, I think they had their lands taken from them by the humans. Uh, um, and I, that doesn't that's not terrorism to me. Well, the Skoyatel <laughs> did have their lands taken from the humans, but, however, they are there out of, because of the conjunction of spheres, which stranded a bunch of them from the NL oh, world really? onto this world. So, technically, they're calling it... They're immigrants they're, too. They're space colon yeah, they're space colonists and immigrants. Yeah, the Witcher, like the fantasy behind like the the I mean, a lot of this is in the books and a lot of this is just me reading like the wikia, but like <laughs> and just like random books in game. There are just so many books in the third game that you can just read forever. It's so bizarre. Uh I, I just can't believe I spend times reading books in a video <laughs> game. Like what is that? Uh, uh, how much time I've done that? It's it's shameful. But uh, the idea that like the the uh, the non-humans are discriminated against because they're both cool. immigrants and also natives is like it's an interesting twist. And like they are more militant than like what you'd imagine. Uh, but uh, the Squayatel, like, because on the other hand, well, you didn't play the first game, but like the Order no. of the Flaming Rose, the Order of the Flaming Rose, which is like a uh, like an anti anti uh non-human kind of cult like a religious order that by okay, the end of the so game Geralt smashes okay yeah but Ger- Geralt smashed them in by the end of the first game and Hell yeah. uh e- even if you have the choice to like but you can like side with their he's anti-fall yeah. uh Geralt 
Geralt is Antifa. I mean, even if you side with, like, authority, it's very rare that you, like, totally go along with it. Geralt is an outsider. He also, and you'll see this when you play The Witcher 3, you're going to see there are there will be quest lines where, like, you have the choice between being an interventionist and not, and sometimes, like, not intervening is actually the better path, like, staying the fuck out of it, which is, like, something that's extremely rare for a video game where you're given a quest, right. and it's like, ah, uh, maybe I'll fuck this up if I get involved. That's, <laughs> that's not something that happens. Yeah, yeah, no, it's always, like, a woman getting, like, her purse stolen, and then you have to decide, like, whether or not you want to help her get it. Yeah, because the natural thing in gaming is, is interactivity, and you don't, and, like, they most uh, video games' passivity would not be an interesting concept but because Witcher is a true like role-playing game where like walking around and talking to people is as much a part of it as you know combat or completing missions like actually you know being passive and watching things unfold is good because the world is so built up it's a living breathing world like mm -hmm. that works as well that's interesting too. just to sit back and watch what these other people in the in this world who are as real as you are do yeah no it's a great game so far and and you got well, so what is the deal with project red like who are like it's a small team right that make these witcher yeah. games they're, well, they're not small anymore but yeah they're polish yeah i think they get a lot of actually government financing too to make uh, the game i think uh, that's a fairly common thing in europe i was like i was seeing some game I can't remember what it's called, but like it was this cool, like stop motion looking game. And I was like, damn, like how, like, and it was a small team. And I was like, how did these guys like make this? I like watched the video and they were like from Denmark or something. And they were like, we got like, we like worked on it for five years with a grant from the government. <laughs> I'm like, sweet. That would be cool if we uh, had anything like that here. Yeah. Like it's really like a great thing because these are fa absolutely fantastic games made in Poland by a uh, Polish developers like and they've been extremely incredibly successful mm -hmm. and, and and so successful that they actually started like their own uh, good old games that like uh, compared and they're DRM free yeah. too they don't believe in using it. DRM it is awesome here's a bad tweet here's a bad tweet from Marcos Molitas Kos yeah. uh, this was yesterday Anyone still pretending last year's election was about economic anxiety, quote unquote, anymore? I mean, outside of the alt left, that is. So again, uh, Marcos posted some bullshit like that. Nira posted something like that too that I'll find. And you know, the thing is, is that it's like, so who was out there then? Like, who was out there actually like fighting Nazis physically? Like, was it Marcos Malitzas? Like. I don't think yeah, it no, was. No, no, like we we should be so proud of the people who took to the streets to repel these Nazi fucks. So like why well, not even fight? They were there to defend, really. They were yeah. defending people who were having like at church because they had to be defended. <laughs> like uh -huh. Cornel West was speaking at a church and he had to, you know, he had to evacuate. Defending. Yeah, and, and it was, you know, people it was leftists who did it. It was not it was Antifa, it was DSA organized, it was all these other uh, groups who organized 
to protect and defend and not necessarily just go out there and start fights. Cause I think a lot of like Antifa is becoming like, I'm really worried about Antifa because like, it's becoming a thing that like your uncle knows about. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. and, the, and they're just being told the Fox news version of it, that they're just these guys who go out there and start riots and fights and shit. And that right. anybody who associates with them is no different than the Nazi. And you know, it's uh, than the white supremacist. And if you're presented, um, Antifa in the way that Fox News does, you wouldn't see a difference between them and a Nazi. Like horse yeah. theory would seem real to you. So we have so we have to emphasize that they were actually there to defend people who and keep make sure they were safe as well, not just to uh deplatform the Nazis. They were doing both actually, and it was yeah. great. And it I was mean, awesome. it was awesome. it's very it's it, it's interesting. It's like I guess because you know when you have something like Antifa, or you have something like Anonymous, or you have something like Black Lives Matter, any decentralized movement where there's no real leader, but it's just a bunch of people getting together to stop something fucked up from happening. It's prone to being co-opted. It's prone to having its narrative fucked with. I mean, it happened with Occupy. I mean, this is the the nature of like these new decentralized movements of the 21st century. And the question is, is like when you don't, how do you stop? Uh, a narrative from being hijacked when like you know what's happening we see what's happening but there are always going to be spin artists like when you have trump say both sides or when you have uh people going well like maybe they should have just you know l let them march you know like they got their permits from the aclu let them do their thing and it would have been peaceful if they hadn't disrupted it that, you know, they would have just marched and went home. And it's just, it's such bullshit. Like, we're just supposed to allow these fucking idiots with tiki torches to just, like, terrorize people? <laughs> that's what, I mean, that's... I mean, that is ultimately the thing, is that I'm like, you know, when there's, like, Nazis, when there are people, like, holding a Nazi rally and, like, brazenly going out to the middle of town, like, and that's happening in your town, like, you, you got it. Like, the only thing to do is go out there and make sure that they're not going to, like, take over the town. Like, these are, like, yeah. Nazis we're talking about. Like, these are, like, the proto-enemies. These are, like, the sole enemy of pop culture for, like, a like a hundred years at this point. Like, if you hear that Nazis are getting together, you got to go out and make sure that they don't, like, take over, honestly. Well, like, and that was them up, protect people, and make sure that the Nazis aren't coming back. I mean, yeah, and I do give credit to, like, the people in Charlottesville who chased these fuckers out while they were doing yeah. their press conference and also that the fucking, day. Yeah, that was the most awesome Oh, that was so ever. good. That was so That good. was so awesome. Yeah, that fucking guy getting, like, he, like literally run out of town. Is yeah, like, something, something out of a Western. <laughs> it was like, they <laughs> chased them out. It was beautiful. To hear the full episode, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash struggle session. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.